All right, it's recording. Hey guys, um, I'm just gonna do a quick introduction. I'm sitting here with um, Mr. Cool himself, you know, Dr. Ryan Warren. <laughs> I knew him back in college, and he was already a good person there then. But um, now he's a really he's good better. person. Now that he's uh, Dr. Ryan Warren, and I mean, I, I'm gonna mention this at the, at the end, but he's just he's great because I think he's an inspiration in a sense that he's a success story. You know, he came from out in I don't know if he came from Mountain Home, but he, he went to school at Mountain Home with me. And there's a lot of people in, in this day and age of people that are just complaining about their situation. And I know we all have different crosses to bear, but he went, he went off and he made something of himself instead of sitting in his room crying. So, <laughs> and if, you, if you're doing that, you do that, but do it I while you're making something of, of yourself. I did a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, well, we all did. We all did. <laughs> but, uh, but Ryan, I, I'm really glad that you could join me on this. You know, I know it's, yeah, it's uh, my podcast. pleasure. My pleasure. 100% my pleasure. The podcast is new, um, but we're just going to talk about health and fitness. And it's just, I, I want to talk to a lot of different people about how yeah. they can provide and how their services, like yeah. how, to, how, how to help people live healthier lives. Because I think there's a trend nowadays where well, it's a trend of, of pursuing trends where the, there's the newest diet or there's the newest workout program and right. everyone does it and they get really excited and they're telling me about it. And I'm someone who, who exercises long-term. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And like, oh, this yeah. is the best thing ever. And I like, screw your thing. I'm like, oh, okay. And then yeah. six months later, I said, well, how's that going? I said, oh, I, 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 I haven't done it. <laughs> Not doing it so <laughs> so um, I, I'm really excited to help people cultivate long-term fitness. Sure. And, and yeah. of course, um, I have no delusions of knowing everything or even close, but I, I hope to provide a good resource. So I, I'm glad you can yeah. join us for that. Um, if you could tell us a little bit about chiropractic and both for the sure. overall approach that most people wouldn't know other than, you know, adjusting spines yeah. and also give us um, a, a view on how your unique take is. Sure. So before I get into that, um, thank you so much for some of those kind things you said. Um, uh, first of all, how does it sound? Is it a little echoey in here? Are we good? No, it's, it, you sound good to me. Okay, good. Um, so um, I really appreciate that. But um, a lot of I tell a funny story about you all the time. Um, oh, really? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, so there was, a, um, and I'm probably going to self-incriminate myself here, but you were like the only reason I did as good as I did in college algebra, okay? Because Hampton, he would have the test like, the period before me. <laughs> right, I remember this. <laughs> and so, well, they can't take my degree away, whatever. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I, I just... um, but um, anyways, um, <laughs> um, so he, we would get together and he would show me some stuff and, and uh, give me some tips and we'd go over some algebra stuff. Because college algebra was like arguably one of the hardest classes at. at right, uh, right. I learned a lot, actually. I learned a lot about critical yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah, I did too. And uh, First of all, the stuff that people say is that you're not going to use algebra later. I see so many memes about that. I use it all the time in my practice, in my, in oh, my yeah. clinic. Well, you know, and also, um, anyways, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just saying that, that, uh, that uh, I, I, I 100% attribute my success in that class um, <laughs> to you. Um, for, and, um, you know, um, so that's, that's uh, kind of how we met. Um, and uh, I don't even know. Oh, no, where we first, first got that together speech. was a speech class. Yeah, right, right. We kind of together because we are both into health Miss and Cisco, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, man, that was such a rough class. No, I had, 
I had vivid memories of that class. I, I, it's weird that, what my brain picks oh, up. Seriously. But I, I, remember, I remember your last, one of your speeches um, where you said you considered yourself an expert in health and fitness, and you were into health and fitness back then. Yeah. And I, I think my, my end speech, we were supposed to give like a conclusion speech where we, oh, I don't know, where we gave advice to the class. And I said, well, most of yeah. us can't lift as much as robots. And I remember you, like, you were like, ha, <laughs> you can't lift as much as robots. <laughs> <laughs> also, okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, I'm not as much of a uh, – <laughs> if I had some of that arrogance, it's, it's – most no, I, I mean, you weren't arrogant. <laughs> I think it was all, all in good fun. Yeah, um, I don't remember the, our, our algebra teacher's name. Do you? People said he looked like Jonah Hill. That's all. Mr. Shirley. Mr. Shirley. He, I, I've, seen, I've met him a couple times in Harps and stuff. He's a real cool dude. Yeah, he's a nice dude. He, I, yeah, we're friends on Facebook. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so he's probably going to yeah. see this. And, yeah, sorry, Mr. Shirley. I, I didn't give off the answers. It was all legit. It was all legit. <laughs> I made him work for it. You weren't directly giving me the answers. You were telling me what kind of stuff I needed to know and study, you know? It right, right, like, yeah. No, no, I mean, I, I'm joking, but I, I didn't – I thought it was all – it was all legit. Yeah, we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do anything wrong. No, okay. we didn't do anything wrong. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, chiropractic. So a lot of people don't know that chiropractic, what people think of as chiropractic is neck pain, back pain, um, disc stuff, you know, sciatica, headaches, you know, maybe even a little bit further, but mostly neck and back pain. Chiropractic wasn't founded that on, uh, at all. Okay. The first adjustment um, uh, from uh, D.D. Palmer was given to a man named Harvey Lillard, who was a janitor at the facility he was working at um, as a professor or something like that. And this man uh, came and, and who had a, 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 some type of trauma or accident months or years prior uh, to his head, I believe, and uh, became deaf uh, after this accident. And Dee well, uh, Dee Palmer had a hypothesis and looked at him and examined him and found that the top bone in his neck um, was subluxated or very, very, very misaligned and uh, was uh, affecting, and he, and he had this hypothesis that if I adjusted that and got that bone, you know, in the right place, that uh, this man's uh, hearing would be restored. And sure enough, um, he adjusted him, and uh, the, the, the man's hearing was restored. Um, wow. and, uh, and, and chiropractic was born. Um, it was then developed by his son, B.J. Palmer, um, who, it, who just grew it and grew it and grew it and grew it. It was just an amazing um, marketer and a businessman and just all around dude. Um, we now know, um, this is going to make a lot of chiropractors probably kind of mad, but we, we kind of know that uh, the original philosophy of chiropractic is, is, uh, wasn't, had a, it had a big component, right? But the, the majority of it was kind of wrong, okay? Right, um, it was starting off. Your, your, your spine misaligns, it chokes on a nerve, wherever that nerve is going to, um, can uh, not function. Now that can be the case, that can happen, but more, more what, what's happening more times than not is with chiropractic, you have your spinal column, okay, um, which is um, the cervical vertebra, the thoracic vertebra, and the lumbar vertebra, seven, 12, and five, okay. Um, these vertebra, you know what, I've got my spinal model right there, let's just grab it, yeah, that's yeah. going to help all this, <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> encased in this, now, this, this, 
fine the function of it you know as it as it holds you know uh, all of our weight and and uh, movement and stuff like that but it houses the central nervous system it encases that's the only system fully encased in bone in our body we have protection um, around our organs you know with our ribs and stuff but this is fully encased okay um, okay. And the spinal column, what happens is as it becomes immobile and stops moving as well, um, we affect, we can affect the nervous system, which can affect the brain, uh, which can actually affect our overall health, okay? Because, um, you know, there's a, a guy who won the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest, I totally forgot his name, but he found that um, 90% of the brain's nutrition came from spinal movement, okay? So, wow. um, and, it, and it also, too, tells your brain, you know, where you're, where your body is in space, a lot of proprioception. So, um, you know, your skin tells your brain where you're in space. Um, your eyes are the biggest one, and then your joints. Okay, so if you close your eyes, if somebody closes their eyes and they're standing there, what are they doing? They're swaying a little bit, right? Because now right. their brain not used to it. Eyes as much to tell them where they are. They're relying on their joints. Okay, so um, there's a there's a big big connection to this. Um, when these spinal segments stop moving well. Uh, stress hormones uh, are released. Um, you know, you can affect the nervous system, you know, in here, and, can, and, it, and it can affect um, your overall health. This is why um, when we adjust it, um, we see things and improvements in not just um, uh, pain, uh, but overall wellness as well. People's allergies getting better. Um, if you go look at our Google reviews, you'll see stuff that you can only coin as miracles. But it's not, they're not miracles. I had a girl come in here at a question mark for a lumbar spine. Couldn't get pregnant um, after she got wow. under care. Um, you know, she's probably three or four months pregnant now. Um, uh, people who have, I have somebody that sees me for anxiety, um, so on and so forth. So it's like, where is the tie between that? And it's the nervous system, okay? Because this, this bony house houses the nervous system. That's, that's the whole key on this. Chiropractic isn't about bones. That's what it's working on. It's kind of what we think about. It's actually about the nervous system, the nerve system, the master system of the whole body that controls everything right. okay and the way the what what they had right was that the adjustment affected that nervous system but they kind of had wrong as to how it happened okay now can we get some nerve impingement yes the university of colorado shows that it only takes the weight of a dime to shut a nerve off by 40 percent um you know we can we can have this you know impinging on those nerves and stuff like that but the majority of the time it's lack of motion subluxation spine's not moving right and not functioning right um, which um, not only can cause pain, um, but can affect your overall health as well. Uh, when patients come in here and they're talking about pain, and we let them know, I let them know right off the bat, you know, um, we always want you to feel better, uh, but the most important thing um, uh, of, of this is your overall health. Um, that's what we're more concerned with um, because pain is only a little bit of the problem because only about 10% of nerves transmit pain. And everything else is about function. Everything else in the body is transmitting function. So you have the brain which becomes the brain stem and then the spinal cord and the spinal cord travels all the way down. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then you have the nerves coming off the spinal cord. They're just um, extensions of the spinal cord. So they're just an indirect connection, right? To the brain carrying right, right. Uh, all the messages from your brain to uh, everywhere in the body. So the message from your brain don't get to everywhere, like wirelessly, like Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. We're hardwired in. Okay. Right. And, and you know, the spine houses all that. It can negatively affect it if it's not functioning well. Here's the problem though is you don't see your spine so you forget to maintain it okay um then once it starts once you're starting to feel pain is usually about the time about age 40 is the average age of somebody goes to the chiropractor um you go and uh, have it checked out have it examined maybe an x-ray taken um 
And uh, I kind of tell everybody that comes in and says that, you know, uh, have you been to the car before? Oh, no. Okay. And then I kind of explain what I just did. And I say, John, Sudi, if you waited until 40 years old for your first visit to the dentist, how do you think your teeth would look? And I go, every single time, I go, probably not very well. And I say, and then if you waited until your teeth were hurting, how do you, what kind of shape do you think you'd be in? You probably already have cavities and decay. It's no different with the spine. If you're waiting until you're hurting, you're broke down, you probably already have some issues in there. So this is why we recommend kids get checked as early as possible. Kids don't need care like adults do. Kids don't get adjusted like adults do. Um, but uh, kids as well, we're a family practice. I see a ton of kids in here, a ton, a ton, a ton. Um, we see from what we say, womb to tomb. So kids all the way up to elderly. Okay. Okay, so um, that's kind of the, the overall thing. The bottom line, though, simply put, I just vomited a ton of information. But bottom oh, no, line, I, I get is, it. the spine houses the central nervous system, which controls everything in your body. If it's not functioning well, your nervous system isn't functioning well, okay? And one more point, important point about that is you have two parts to your nervous system, right? You know these two parts? Sympathetic and parasympathetic, right? Right. Okay? Sympathetic is your what? Fight Policy? or flight, okay? Okay. Fight or flight, right? Your parasympathetic is your rest and digest, your relaxation, cool, and stuff like that, okay? Okay. All right? Did I say it backwards? No. No. Okay. All right. All right. Make sure I, I, I mean, right. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you don't know? Okay. No, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I did know, but that's not something that you, I forgot. <laughs> okay. So it, right. could have been, it could be okay. right. It could I, not I, be right. I, I don't know. Look, I said it backwards or something. Okay. So you have your sympathetic, your fight or flight. So if I walk out of this room right here into the main part right. of my clinic and there's a, a bear sitting right there and he's going to eat me for lunch. Okay. That's the sympathetic nervous system what's going to kick in. It's what increases your heart rate. It's what uh, increases your blood sugar. It's what uh, decreases your digestion, uh, increases your vision um, and focus. And um, uh, what else? Um, uh, increases your blood pressure. So you're ready to fight, a.k.a. or flight from the bear. I either okay. got to fight that bear or I got I to gotta run from it. Okay? There's okay. that part. Then the rest or digest part of your nervous system is the relax, calm, go to sleep, digest your food, the calm, cool, collected part, okay? Now, we can get too dominant in one of those ways, okay? Usually, as Americans, they're more sympathetic dominant because we're so stressed, okay? So sympathetic and the, and, and the stress is what's uh, really tied in together, okay? And so- okay. What did I say happened with sympathetic nervous system and sympathetic dominant? Increased blood sugar, right? Because if you are going to fight that bear, you need more energy, increased blood pressure, increased heart rate, um, decreased digestion. Do that, those sound rampant in America? They are. They're, yeah, those are chronic things. It, yeah, in the Western world, really. Yeah, yeah. Digestion issues, blood sugar issues, heart issues, okay? So this is where all this stuff comes from. And so when somebody comes in here and they're sympathetic, dominant, 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 and we can adjust them and, and, and um, affect their parasympathetic nervous system and get them to calm down, we actually can affect their uh, overall health, okay? So okay. Um, there's a, off the brainstem, there's this nerve called the vagus nerve, and it comes right off the brainstem, and then it wraps around the side of the first cervical vertebra, okay? Right up here, there's, there's right, the skull. Right. This is the first cervical vertebra, the atlas. And then it goes down to, then it branches and goes to your heart, your lungs, your digestion tract, your spleen, your kidneys, and everything, providing parasympathetic innervation. So this is why you adjust somebody and, and you can stimulate that nerve 
and people's digestion gets better. Medicine's been trying to do this forever, you know, with Parkinson's patients and people right, that right. are shaking and all kinds of other stuff, how to stimulate that nerve. They'll go and do surgery and clamp a device on it to stimulate it. Uh, upper cervical adjustment um, will stimulate that thing. Um, so what I'm, what I'm getting at is, is some of the ties between overall health and how the adjustment um, stimulates, you know, some of that stuff. Is it great for pain? Yeah, absolutely. It's great for pain. But um, what it does that people don't realize is your overall health. So everybody, every single man, woman, boy, girl, child that has a spine um, needs, needs that thing to be maintained and adjusted because it's an essential part of your overall health. Okay. So that's the central philosophy behind chiropractic it's like what almost every chiropractor believes is not if not everything every chiropractor subscribe subscribes to usually one of two things pain-based or health and wellness based okay both of them both of them have some value but i feel like the pain-based misses misses a lot of stuff okay right this is how your neck hurts you go in there he probably doesn't take an x-ray if you know uh, he, um, he adjusts you and you feel a little bit better and you go see him next time you're hurting. More wellness type patient that says, let's look at, or wellness type chiropractor says, let's look at your nervous system, how it's functioning. Let's look at how the spine's possibly affecting that. Let's look at your diet. Let's look at the stressful things in your life, the, the you know, things that are uh, messing with you and looks at you more as a overall uh, person, which is what we do here in our office. That makes a, really the, the second one, just as so, a layman who doesn't really know, uh, as much as you about this, the second one really makes a whole lot more sense because if your health and wellness is messed up, then you're going to have pain. So you might as well address right. it at but the root. Sometimes, exactly. Sometimes people are just looking to get out of pain. So that's kind of what they're well, looking I, for. I get that. So I'll get people in my office and, and we'll sit down and I'll discuss what we do and how we approach things. And if they don't want that, I've got some buddies that uh, are more of a pain-based uh, type uh, clinic and I'll just send them over there. Okay, I, I, I get so that's, it. That's what we do. We kind of we kind of determine what's a person looking for, you know, um, when they come into the office, and then we we make sure we get what they they are looking for. Okay, um, yeah, I mean that's uh, th that was very informative. Thank you. Um, but there's also, I've come to learn in my adult life that there's also different flavors of chiropractic and chiropractic, yeah, different right? different um, different techniques. Right, right. Because I, I thought it was adjustment based. That's uh, my limited knowledge of it. But there was also this person I went to in Pineville. And I mean, he was a very nice person. I, I went there, I saw him. I didn't really have that big of a problem, but I had a slight pain usually in my when neck. Somebody, usually when somebody goes, oh, they were a very nice person, they're getting ready to say something that <laughs> very well. well um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, you, you, I mean, it'll make more sense after I tell the story. But basically, okay. he started off adjusting me and he had this little thing and he, he was testing muscle tension. I said, okay, okay. And he asked me some questions and then he did this thing where he asked me to close my hands like this. And he said, okay, well, see your left hand is just a little bit longer than your right hand or left arm is a little longer than your right arm. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so he said, put them back and he went like this. He said, do you know what I just did? And I said, no. He said, well, I just, I just went into the sixth dimension um, and, and now, do, now do it again. And I did. He said, see, now they're together. I, I, and my, my question was, so you changed reality to fix <laughs> No, I, I mean, I, that was my actual question. So you changed reality to make my arms the same length. And he said, pretty much. And I, cool. I didn't realize that was part of chiropractic. I mean, well, 
what what's going on there? No, that was just that was just placebo. Okay, is all, all that is is you remember those <laughs> wristbands? Remember those wristbands that came out years ago that all the athletes were wearing and they were supposed to like balance you and like right, right, yeah. I still see them. I still see them. Power bands? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what what these guys would do at the mall is if all right, let me check your arm. Let me check your arm. Okay, it's weak. All right, let's put this band on. It's gonna make you stronger. And then they push in you. See, look at this. You're balanced. You're stronger. It's complete crop, complete placebo, just an absolute joke, okay? That, it, it, that, it, that's kind of the same thing. If you tell somebody, all right, I'm about to do this and it's going to be stronger, it's most right, likely right. going to happen. Or you can kind of uh, uh, put your weight into it like it's, it's, it's going to happen. Um, now, with that said, we can see with some of the work that we do, different changes and stuff. Now, one thing I do check is, um, the length of the legs, but I'm checking the length of the legs not to adjust you and boom, you're balanced and you're perfect and you're aligned. It doesn't exactly work like that. It's, it's, I'm, I'm looking at your leg length to possibly see where things are rotated, where you're compensating, you know, what's, what's going on, you know, uh, in the spine, maybe the pelvis, you're twisted one way versus the other. It's drawing the femur up. Um, it's not really a, it's, uh, and this is my philosophy. People are going to disagree and people are going to agree, but this is, yeah. this is my philosophy as we use in the clinic, but, um, um, to see more biomechanically as to, uh, what things, you know, what, what, uh, things are going on. So I would say our clinic has a over a really well, uh, well-versed, um, well-rounded, uh, you know, well-rounded, you know, when it comes to, comes to this chiropractic thing is we've, we've got the health and wellness side cause we know, you know, about the nervous system and what it does and then biomechanically, um, as well too, um, as to, uh, you know, what's, you know, what's going on and, and, uh, what's probably possibly causing the patient pain. Cool. Cool. Um, so just to summarize uh, the earlier part of what you said, the, uh, cause I, I've also met a chiropractor who pressed down my elbow and he, he would have me hold different foods to see if it was good for me. Um, is that necessarily part of chiropractic or is it, or no, these individuals? No, that is not chiro chiropractic is the, is, is, is you break the word down, you know, the use of the hands. Chiropractic is adjusting the spine use on the hands. Anything else is added in. Okay. That's okay. supplemented in. Does okay. it have its place? Is, is it maybe valuable for people? Yeah. I mean, I don't know about some of that stuff. Um, you know, I'm not an expert in it, but is that chiropractic? Right. 100% no, not chiropractic. Nope. Um, okay. Um, massaging okay. people, taping people, um, stretching people, not chiropractic. It, does it have its place? Yeah. Is it valuable? Yes. Is it chiropractic? No. Does that make sense? So some people yeah, add okay. those. No, that makes here's, sense. Here's, this is why America has such like a, such a fuzzy view on what chiropractic is because we got chiropractors doing so many different things, right? You go to the medical doctor, he does one thing. He looks at you and says, here you go. Here's your prescription or I'm referring right, to right. Right. So we know when we go to the medical doctor, here's right, this right. Is what's going to happen. And a chiropractor, I don't know what, I'll get people in your own time. Like what, what kind of chiropractor are you? Like, what do you mean? What kind of chiropractor? I'm a chiropractor. Like I'm going to adjust you. Like that's what I do. Okay. You know? but, okay. Uh, no, that, that's actually very informative. I didn't know. Yeah. We got so many chiropractors doing so many different things. And pe so people don't know what the heck chiropractic is. And so they're, they, you got one guy doing this, one guy doing this, one guy doing E-STEM, one guy doing this. Chiropractic is the adjustment, and that is it. Okay, to optimize and fix the nervous system, essentially. Well, and that, that again, depends on what your philosophy is. Some people are going to okay. say it, it's, it's just for pain-based, and some, and some people are going to say you know, optimization of the overall health and nervous system, which is what I subscribe to. 
Okay. Um, no, th- that really does make a lot of sense. Um, and I feel like based on what you said, a lot of people, because I wanted to address all the demographics of our yeah, pages. And yeah, I feel like the people who are older and in pain, they already resonate with that. Um, who might, yeah. and you touched upon this, but who might not is like the young buck athlete who thinks he's the strongest person in the world. Yeah. Chiropractic can help a- athletes and people who are increasing yeah. so, to want to increase. That strength, is one, so. That's one thing I want to talk about. Your page is about strength and stuff like this. I don't have the article with me, but I will get it to you. Mm-hmm. They did a big study with strength before adjusting and after adjusting and showed in, in populations of how, um, how well that uh, helped increase your strength um, and uh, well-being in, in that manner. Um, you'll have to check it out. It's pretty interesting stuff. Um, and, you know, every NFL team is required to have a chiropractor. Every NBA team. Um, oh really? I I didn't know that. That's yeah, super interesting. Yeah. yeah, if you Google it, there's pictures of Blake Griffin getting his neck adjusted. You know, on the bench. There's uh, okay. uh, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Aaron Rodgers. His dad's a chiropractor, and he he swears, you know, um, by his success um, to a chiropractor. Michael Jordan. Um, right. You know, one of the one of the quotes that a lot of chiropractors um, use a lot is. Um, you know, how do you stay, I don't, I'm going to butcher it a little bit, but how do you stay so functional? Or how do you stay so, uh, you know, fit or something like that? And he's like a really good chiropractor. So, um, you know, all those sports, sports teams and high, high level athletes, I guarantee they're seeing a chiropractor. No, that, I mean, for me, I don't know about people who are listening, but for me, that makes complete sense because you, I mean, your muscles are just there. If the nerves aren't there to fire the muscles, then nothing's going to happen. So if you optimize the nervous system, of course, that's going to improve yes, performance. Absolutely. absolutely. Now, for the average person who hasn't seen a chiropractor, say in his mid-20s, let's say he plays soccer, or it doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. um, just to give them a ballpark if you're listening to this, how much improvement and in what way could they benefit? How, how much improvement would they see from going to a chiropractor first visit? Well, they guaranteed would be see improvement, 100%. Now, as to what that is, it's it's based on what's going on with them. So you can't put a number and say you're going to see thirty percent speed oh, yeah, of course. from coming to see me and get adjusted. What you can do is evaluate their spine and treat that, and then the effects of whatever happened happen. You know, but um, especially with athletes, they take trauma. Soccer players going to take trauma to that spine, slipping, getting kicked. Um, you know, shots. Soccer. I played soccer at Mountain Home. Soccer is a uh, is actually a pretty physical game. People don't really realize, um, and you take a lot of trauma. So, um, you know, getting that spine checked out and making sure it's functioning well uh, is would be more essential than treating them for um, increased performance. Okay, so you're you're right. you're 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 treating their spine, and then the effects of it, uh, you know, come from that. You're not treating uh, the, you know, increasing the speed or this or that. That makes sense? No, that, that makes complete sense. And I, I mean, and I, I, like, I, I already understand that, but I, I worry that some people think, well, they hear the word wellness. And they're like, well, you know, I'm, I'm pretty healthy. I, I don't need anything. Some people only want to go after and say, well, <laughs> I, I, I can lift 10 pounds more. That's one of my favorites. Okay. We cannot base our health based on how we feel. Okay. It is the most dangerous game you can play. All right. You ever known somebody that looked fine or felt great and uh, had a heart attack? Yeah. Died soon thereafter. What do they call heart disease? The silent what? The silent killer. I thought. Exactly. Exactly. 
Okay. You ever known somebody that's looked fine, felt great, went to the doctor and had a checkup and found out they had breast cancer, colon cancer? Yeah. All the so time. We cannot base, we cannot base our health on how we feel because it's health. is not about how you feel. Health is about how your body's functioning and working and adapting to the stresses in the environment um, around it. It's not about how you feel. You can feel fine and have cancer. You can feel fine and have heart disease. You can feel fine and have all sorts of issues. So that's, that's, I get, I get that all the time. Um, and you, you can't, you can't base your health on how you feel. Um, it's, it's all about function, how your body's working and adapting. Another, and the next thing people want to blame, blame their health on or, or, or think that it comes from is their genetics. Okay. Right. So mo they mom had this, dad had this. Um, so I'm going to have that, or that's why I have it. No. Okay. Har what Harvard medical research shows is that only about 9% of diseases are genetic. Everything else is from lifestyle. Okay. So uh, blame that. Yes. Yeah. And so what typically happened is I had a good example of somebody with diabetes doing the exam on him. Yeah. Oh, I have diabetes. I got it from my mom and my dad. And so I, I shared that with them. I'm not as intense with a patient. You know, I'm very, right. very <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I'm getting on my soapbox right now. But um, I explained that to her and said, what most likely happened was you learned your habits from your mom and your dad exactly and inherited those habits and those lifestyles are what caused you uh to to come down with diabetes okay. right right um, um most genes have the ability to turn on or off based on the environment that they're in another thing that harvard medical uh research shows um so we may be predisposed to some of that stuff but that gene is going to get turned on by something and this is groundbreaking stuff. Um, and so a crappy environment may flip that on and that can be chemical stresses, stressors, emotional stressors, physical stressors and, and things right. of that nature. Okay. Um, so you can't blame your health on your genetics, not how you look um, or how you feel. Okay. That, that, that brings some interesting point. And I, I thought of this when you were go, doing the history on chiropractic. Now um, the people you mentioned, uh, how long ago was that? 100 years ago, 150? The 1800s. 1800s. Okay, so the adjust the the need for what's become known as chiropractic adjustment is that a modern thing, or have we always needed this and then we've suffered for millennia? So I believe so. There's some kind of um, uh, oh, what's the right word for? It? There's some kind of disagreement or argument that he kind of stole that and that it's actually come from some ancient Chinese method, you know, years and that dates back years and years and years. Um, I don't know which way it goes, but um, the, the actual use of manipulation by hands of the spine came, you know, from years and years and years before that. Um, I think it's even dated back and, and recorded back in the, you know, ancient ages. Um, but, um, uh, as far as before that, that's a great question. What was going on? I'm not sure to be honest with you. Um, but the need for chiropractic, uh, has always been there just like the need. Okay. Brush uh, your teeth. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just gotten better, you know? Um, right. Right. Well, well I mean, the, to brush your teeth, but back in the day that everybody probably brush your teeth, right? Right. Right. Well, I mean, the, I, the, I bring that up because there are some problems that, whether right or wrong, people blame on the modern lifestyle. We've become more sedentary and become more technology yeah. focused where we've been forward. That's and some things are caused by that. But brushing your teeth, 
we do it more often now and we've only benefited in a good way because of that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I like that. I'm going right, to start right. using that in the clinic. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, to balance off what we were saying about how some other chiropractors did and some, how some things weren't necessarily chiropractic, I've noticed a lot of chiropractors that I've known and I, some that I've gone to have mentioned supplements and nutrition. Mm -hmm. What is your view on yeah. that? And is there necessarily a, a chiropractic way to view it? Okay, great, great, great question. Um, so again, chiropractic's all about um, um, overall function and wellness, and that's a big part of it, but it's not the core of chiropractic. It is something a lot of people add into their practices, um, and it's uh, it's totally essential part. You, uh, but here's what happens. Here's what's going on nowadays is there's, just like you were saying when we first had talk, there's a new diet, there's a new fad, there's a new this or that, but everybody's different. Their genetics are different, their gut microbiome is different, and uh, everybody's different. So not the same thing doesn't work for everybody. That's why I see on Facebook, I tried it, it didn't work for me, blah, 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 because that's not what works for you. But supplementation, um, uh, the correct uh, diet for you um, and all that stuff is essential. Um, you can't be healthy without the, the putting the right stuff in your body. You know, this is like that speech I gave in speech class, ASUMH, is that your body's a Ferrari. You were perfectly designed by God to be a Ferrari just be an all-out performance machine. What kind of fuel do you put in a Ferrari? The freaking premium fuel, okay? If you put in the crappy right. unleaded, you know, at the sit-go, you're not going to perform at your best. So that part is huge. You know, it's a huge, huge part of it. What we do at our office is really simple. I just don't have – we're a very high-volume practice. I see between 30 and 60 people a day in just six hours, okay? So okay. We, uh, I don't have time to sit and go over somebody's diet with them as much as I would love to. So we have a, I've written a, over the last three or four years, a nutrition guide. Um, your follow, I can post it and your followers are more than likely sure, to have it sure. or more than welcome to have it. I mean, um, that's, uh, I can give to them, that gives them some recommendations, the type of water they need to drink, some things that they could eat when they're out, uh, out eating, uh, that'd be a better choice for them. Um, some recipes that could, they can make at home. I'm a family guy. I got kids. It's hard to eat the Absolutely. right way. My kids eat the right way. So I have some of that stuff in it. Um, and that, so when people start asking me about diet, I, I, I'll give them a little bit of tips while we're here taking care of them, but uh, I'll usually just send them with that nutrition guide. Okay. Um, are you a proponent or do you support the use of supplements like calcium pills? Uh, yeah. I mean, what, yeah, that's such a blanket thing. I mean, I take supplements every day. Um, okay. uh, there's things that uh, are just the American doesn't get in their diet. Uh, magnesium is a big one because we don't need enough green leafy vegetables. I know I don't, um, you know, uh, uh, omega threes and, um, you know, uh, all the omegas and, uh, vitamin D, you know, and all that stuff. So I, I supplement with some of that stuff. I mean, it depends on what kind of supplements, you know, that you're talking about. Okay. Okay, cool. But you, just a, a blanket answer. You do take some. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Standard process, um, is the company I use and the stuff that I get for people and, and use in my family and household. They have like this, like this amazing farm and they naturally source all their stuff and make their own stuff. And it's like pretty inexpensive. I don't know how, how it's so inexpensive with, you know, them kind of being an all in one, one stop, you know, shop. It doesn't come from overseas with a bunch of crap in it. Um, it's naturally sourced. It's, you know, um, uh, the stuff take care of the right way. And um, they, that's how they get their supplements. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, well, what do you think? That's what it's called. Now, um, you're a pretty physical guys. Do you believe in the protein shakes? Do you take certain shakes, um, supplement your exercise? 
I don't. If you look at um, if you look at a lot of the the protein um, companies, um, there's a lot of fillers in there. There's a lot of pro-inflammation things. Uh, there's a lot of uh, just crap in there. If you really research right. it and look and and look at some of the stuff, um, you know, I everybody needs you know protein. That's just of, of course, course. Um, of course. Uh, it's just a, it's just a given. Um, we need that in our body. Um, the the best one I found is a bone broth protein. Um, if you can if you can find one of those, that's the one I've been most comfortable with. But just going on just going down to the old Walmart and grabbing a you know a, a tub of of uh, the uh, protein there is probably not your best option, but uh, right, I think right. it has time and place. Um, yeah, I do sometimes, but in my natural just day to day, I don't. No. Um, I, I don't know how many people know this about me, about this me, but I, I don't, I don't take protein shakes either. You know, and I mean, yeah. it, I think like a lot of things, it's a fad, and someone saw an opportunity to make a killing seling this you beat me the point. I was just gonna say it was a fad everybody when everybody's going to the gym and you know lifting weights and oh you gotta get you gotta get so much protein in a day to build muscle and do this or that right no it, I, I um no I mean some people might be angry at me for saying this I don't think the amount of protein that some people say we need is necessarily true like some people say we need like 100 percent. it's not true the, right. um, like like they're like 200 300 grams a day of uh, and then it's like yeah. But I don't get that. What about your digestive tract and your liver and all that stuff? That's another, that's, that's where the, you can't judge your health based on how you look comes in because there's so many guys. Oh man. At, 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 I won't say where it is, but where I used to work at mountain home and it was like, you know, just about getting big and ripped and, and, you know, not building long-term longevity, you know, and health and you can manipulate your diet to look great, but not be healthy. No, no. Well, that, that's the, that's a big problem in fitness and I hope I can make some kind of impact. And I'm like, I hope you can too, before I die. It is just how fitness is, is it's so look based, you know, I, I understand I'm sympathetic to it in a way. Some people think they're too fat or they're too skinny. That's why they get into fitness is they want to change how they look, mm-hmm. which is fine. But I think, I mean, just like you were talking about, if you fix how you actually are, if you fix your actual health, your looks can represent that. And then if you want to shave off, you know, some chub, then you can, you can do it in a healthy way. But, <laughs> but everyone is just like, well, this person looks healthy. Or, I mean, look at how many bodybuilders die young, you know, from heart attacks. It's, or, all, it's all the media. It's just media and social right. media and, and TV ads and, and just, it's all that crap. You ever seen a guy that looks a little bit chubby, but who's killing it in the marathon and he's in incredible shape. Right, right. He's functioning well. He's healthy. You know, right. Um, well, that's what it, that, that's what it's about. And there was this, um, I, I don't know if it was an article or something, but it was during one of the Olympics and they, they were talking about the Olympic swimmers and they were like, Oh, well, they, they, these people, uh, they were talking, they, there was this female lifeguard and they wrote an article about her. And she's I was like, well, at least she gets to look at somewhat fit people. And I, I was like, well, that's an Olympian. You know, they, these are some of the fittest people on, on the planet, on the planet. But I guess because they saw them and they didn't have, what we consider ripped abs, you know, a lot of them are, are muscular, but they, they also right. have a healthy amount of fat on them that they figured this isn't healthy. This isn't necessarily the fittest you can be. Whereas for their right. sport, that's uh, close to optimum performance. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, that, that was something. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, 
I think I'll, I'll bring up some of the questions that people posted. I was just going to uh, say, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're on the same wavelength. If, uh, we are, man. So, we're vibing. <laughs> if, uh, if you're listening to this and you posted some questions, thank you very much. Um, I got one just now. They said, uh, can chiropractic help foot or ankle pain? Absolutely. It's kind of a simple answer, but yes. I probably adjust 10 to 20 feet in here a day. Okay. So I adjust a lot of feet. Your feet, uh, your feet are where you get the, uh, the, some of the most proprioception from uh, as to where your, you know, your uh, body is telling your brain is where it is in space. So those joints can get locked down. Um, I've got a runner that comes in here just to get his feet adjusted. Um, okay. Keep telling him when he adjusts his spine too, but he, he comes in here just to get his feet adjusted. So I adjust a lot of feet. I adjust a lot of ankles um, and uh, get get good results with it so yeah absolutely it can help uh, ankle pain for babe i would say go to somebody and maybe uh if you're looking for a chiropractor that can adjust your ankle and feet call that office and ask does your doctor adjust a lot of feet and talk to the doctor the good the girl up front's probably gonna say oh yeah he does but talk to him <laughs> and, and talk, maybe maybe talk to the doctor or have a consultation with him and talk talk about it with him and see if he knows what he if he comes across and he knows what he's talking about okay so you actually, um, you actually directly adjust the feet and the ankle as well as do some work on the spine if you are given the option that can help the lower body. It's ma- yeah, it's ma- yeah, and, and that's, it's, that's mainly so the, when we're adjusting the spine, we're adjusting the spine, okay, based on different directions, vectors of force, um, you know, from the left to the right, from up to down, you know, different ways. When we're, mo- when we're mobilizing a joint um, outside of the spine, it's not going to really have a specific uh, vector of force too much. It's not as specific. It's more of what we call a manipulation and getting, getting that joint moving well. Right, right. Okay. That's interesting. Same thing um, if you pop your thumb. We wouldn't consider that an adjustment. That's a, you've just manipulated the joint enough to make some gas come out. Makes sense. Um, another person asks how adjustment can help improve the immune system. That's such a great question. Um, this is one thing I, I'll use a recent example. I had a lady, sweet lady, she's been my patient for two years. She comes in sometimes several times a week, sometimes once a week. Um, and she said, uh, she, she's Hispanic. So she said, she said, Dr. Ryan, Dr. Ryan, I have to tell you something. I have to tell you something. Every time she comes in, she has to tell me something. She said, I, uh, I have not had allergies in two years. And I was like, that's amazing. It's from getting adjusted. Um, because the, I'll use the example of allergies, but we're talking directly about the immune system. So with allergies, um, why, why would, let's say Hampton, you're allergic to a grass and I'm not. So when you go outside, you start getting the allergy stuff. Okay. Why is it that you are and I'm not? It's because your body's recognizing it as foreign and sending out histamine to attack it. That's your sympathetic nervous system firing. Okay. okay to attack, attack, attack. So what do you take when you have uh, well, you sh- well, you shouldn't, but what, what do people take when they um, ha- are having allergies? They take an antihistamine, you know, to, to block all that histamine that's being released, okay? And that's directly from the nervous system, and that's over-firing and over-stimulating, and so the adjustment can help calm uh, some of that stuff down, okay? So the spine controls the nervous system, and the nervous system um, has a, or the brain controls the nervous system, excuse me, but uh, the spine uh, has a direct effect on the nervous system, um, and the nervous system has a direct effect on the immune system. Okay, so th- that makes a lot of sense. So yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the, so the person you, asked, be a little bit more specific. Let me be a little bit more ahead, specific. Please. So if somebody comes in with what I think is immune thing, so I never tell anybody, like there's not an immune adjustment. There's not a, an adjustment for, uh, you know, acid reflux. There's not a special secret adjustment for this or that. We adjust the spine in the areas that have problems. And then if those things get better, they do. And, and the majority of the time they do. Um, but if I'm being specific about it um, and somebody comes in with allergies, I'm probably going to adjust them. Uh, in the top of their neck where that parasympathetic um, uh, uh, innervation is, like I was talking about earlier, to help stimulate the parasympathetic to rest, digest, calm down. Right. Um, and your adjustments, they can also directly help, not necessarily allergic reactions, but also just prevent illness, perhaps? Like someone gets sick a lot. Well, I'll say this, you know, and that's, that's not something that's not something that I can put a claim to. What I can say is from my own experience, uh, my family, um, we, uh, we don't have a pediatrician. Um, we, uh, in the last three years that we've lived here in Northwest Arkansas, we have had uh, no, not a single trip to the doctor for an illness, maybe one because it was extreme, you know, right. you know, uh, something that was a little bit more um, you know, over the top maybe, but, um, you know, uh, I can't think of one, but, um, um, so, and, and I adjust, you know, the kids, you know, uh, once a week, a couple times a week. Um, but, uh, I see the people that are getting care regularly. What we see in our clinic is those tend to be healthier people that aren't complaining of sickness coming down with this or coming down, um, with that. Can I say, can I definitively say, that uh, the care here is causing that? No, because also too, those people tend to be healthier people in general. The people that right. are doing stuff regular, they're doing other stuff regular as well. But um, but the but scientifically, the adjustment has been shown to affect the immune system. They studied in a cancer patient. Uh, another another thing I could share with you, uh, where uh, they adjusted uh, and then measured the T helper cells. Um, and those were increased. Um, so scientifically, is that, can I say oh, somebody's going to be more well, you know, by getting adjusted? Yes, based on some of that stuff. Um, I'm getting really into it and really, really specific. But yes, somebody will be more well, more overall well um, getting adjusted. Right, right. And I mean, there are some things that perhaps um, we can't or maybe we shouldn't state yet. But I mean, I for me, just my opinion as a layman, I absolutely believe that, you know, I mean, and everything in our body kind of affects the other in some way. I mean, if nothing else, if you're stressed out and your body is working overtime because you're in pain or you're, just, you're off kilter, of course, that's going to affect your immune system. If nothing else, just because it's using energy, that's energy your body can right. be using to fight off viruses right. and bacteria. Right. So, so the simple answer is, and that's just such a tough question, Andrew, but the simple answer is yes. But I'm going to tell you, you need to do some other things too. You're not going to come okay. in here and adjust yet and go, you're good. Keep eating your crappy food and drinking your crappy water and doing your crappy stuff. You know right, I mean? right, right. That's, that's what that's, everyone wants. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The easy, quick fix. But um, so yes, you're going to be more well. Yes, it will affect your uh, immune system. But there's, there's, there's more to the story. It's a, it's a big thing, but uh, there's a lot more that goes into it. Okay. Okay. I, I, I got you. Yeah. Um, this person asks if, if a patient with known osteophytes can get adjustments from a chiropractor. 
Okay, so an osteophyte is just a bone spur. Most people have bone spurs, don't even know that they have them. They're usually asymptomatic, okay? However, does that mean something is going on? Yeah, that means something's going on in the body, and you have those bone spurs because your spine's not functioning well and it's degenerating. So osteophytes are a part of degener degeneration, uh, degenerative arthritis, okay? And uh, what that's doing is those segments are unstable. They're not moving well. They're not functioning well. The body's laying down more bone and more calcium sometimes to try to stabilize it. Sometimes it'll completely fuse it together on its own. Um, and uh, so that's what's going on. So I would actually say you need to be seeing a chiropractor uh, more. Right. Okay. Okay. Because um, you're, having, you're having some issues in your spine. I'm starting to see, you know, bone spurring and, and severe arthritis in young, young patients. Like 20s, teens? Yeah, like, yeah, early 20s. 22 years old, stage three degenerative arthritis. Wow. Yeah. Right, okay. So everybody's sitting there a... on their butts nowadays. They're not moving. Right, right. Well, and you, and you heal. Um, you definitely heal a little bit when you move. Um, Absolutely. Is there a point of no return? Yes. If you come in the office and we take some x-rays and you're stage four, I have to refer you to the orthopedist. I can't help you. Okay. And stage four would be? Just what? just completely ridden, disc, you know, just almost gone. It's starting to fuse together, um, you know, just complete numbness or radiating pain down your legs. And uh, you're just an absolute, you know, just absolute mess. Um, but we tell that. I tell everybody when we first see it, hey, I'll tell you if I can help you. I'll tell you, um, you know, if I can. Right, but, right. Uh, yeah, if they're that far gone, yes, there is a, uh, there is a point of no return. Um, now, that is a very minimal of cases. I think I've probably had two people in here in the last year that I said this is probably a little bit too advanced for us to help. Okay, okay. Um, th that makes a lot of sense. Now, if someone – so basically – if at all possible, get to a chiropractor as soon as possible, just before you get to the point of no return. Well, so people don't think of taking their infant to the chiropractor, and this is why. They think – they see all these videos on YouTube of people getting their necks cracked and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I am – there is no way in hell I'm taking my kid to have that. <laughs> That's not how it happens with a kid, and I can't stand some of these chiropractors on YouTube just completely devaluing my profession. Um and I'm, I won't, I, I won't even name them, but you guys know who I'm talking about. Um, the, the, all the, all the, all those satisfying videos that you guys watch, I just want to absolutely strangle those guys. I, I don't think violence is the answer, but I would strangle those guys. Um, anyway, <laughs> violence is the answer for strangulation. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, okay. When it, when a baby is born, uh, first of all, we had our child at home, so we didn't have to go through this. But right, when, a right. baby, when the doctor's pulling them out him or her out they have, research shows they have to put 80 pounds of pressure on the baby's head and neck with a pull and a twist to get that to get that baby out of the birthing canal seems very high and we check out we, we this is where i get a little bit just heated and, and just on a soapbox we check everything after birth we check heart rate we check you know uh, temperature we check are they jaundiced are their eyes working can they hear all this stuff nobody right. thinks to check that thing you just got yanked on in your spine after birth why and then we start seeing ear infections. And also another thing research chiropractic can show, ear, ear infections in children and, and, and all this stuff. Um, so I would say have your child evaluated by a chiropractor the second they are born. And they may not even need an adjustment up there, but it's at least good to check. I just had an infant in here two weeks ago. 
uh, girl I've been taking care of uh, throughout her whole pregnancy. Um, she says, uh, I'm going to get the baby in here as soon as, soon as, um, you know, um, um, soon as, soon as I get out of the hospital, I was first okay. of all, like, don't go to the hospital, but she, she, uh, she wanted to, so she went to the hospital, had the baby. Um, and, uh, she comes in here, you know, a few days, two or three days after the baby's born, we check the baby. Um, and the baby's not turning her head one way. Um, little tiny oh. adjustment. Fresh, yeah, the pressure on what uh, is comfortable on your eyelid is what kids, uh, babies get adjusted with. Little tiny, just little. Okay. So very uh, gentle, the, just to reassure yep, some check people. The pel- yep, check the pelvis as well and good to go. Ch- kids don't need care like adults do that have just beat themselves up and sat on their butts their entire lives. Um, um, I have another kid in here. Um, this is such a great story. Um, I will tell patients what they're going to experience before they walk out. Sometimes they're like, sometimes they're like, yeah, right. And then it happens. So um, <laughs> he comes in here and this kid is like all over the place. He's like, shoom, 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 running in my clinic, just back and forth and all over the place. This kid is just like 90 to nothing. First of all, I tell her, okay, what's this dude eating for breakfast? Second of all, you all right? Yeah. Yeah. Someone was shouting outside. I wasn't. They're not shouting at me. We're so shouting outside? Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, so, uh, anyways, he's going back and forth. He's going like crazy. Okay, so I and, – and he's sick. He's got lymph nodes just – you can see these lymph nodes just from, you know, right, a mile right. away. You can tell this is just a sick kid. And uh, so mom brings him in, and, 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 uh, and, I, and she's like, yeah, he's having this problem. So would you like me to look at him? Yeah, okay. And she, you know, she's kind of she hesitant about it. And I feel his upper neck, and his upper neck is just a mess. And I even let the mom feel it. I'm like, run your hands right down here. You feel anything? She's like, oh my gosh, I feel it right here. I said, okay, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna adjust this kid today. And she's like, he won't take a nap, nothing. He won't sleep. He he stays up all night. And I, said, <laughs> okay, don't freak out. This is this is this is a true story. Go on our Facebook and read it from her, from the mom. Um, I'm, I'm going to adjust him, and he is going to crash when he gets home. He's going to sleep for hours. Don't freak out. He's going to sleep for hours. She's like, okay, yeah, but you can tell she doesn't think much of it. I adjust this kid. His eyes get about this big around. He's like, whoa, like that was cool. And then he goes home. <laughs> she comes back the next day, instantly comes right over to me, and she's like, I, I just can't wait. I got to tell Dr. Ryan, I got to tell you I got to tell you She goes, he went home and slept for four hours. He's never taken a nap in his life. He slept for four hours. She's like, I went in there to check on him to make sure he was still alive. <laughs> I told you. We had a, we had a, we had a uh, girl in here. I, I mentioned her earlier, but I'll tell her story a little bit more. Took a picture of her. She comes in here. Um, she was referred from another uh, girl that I used to work with at a different office um, who got the big picture of chiropractic and uh, couldn't get pregnant. And she couldn't figure out why. Done all this stuff, all these doctors and this and that. I think she'd even tried a couple of drugs, you know, just, just tried everything. Take a, take a picture of her, her low back, and it's just like, boom, in a, in, in a question mark. Just, okay? That part of the nervous system controls your uterus, your reproductive organs, your digestion, so on and so forth. Um, I was so confident, and that's what was causing her condition, that I told her, I said, if you start care, and we start working on this thing, you will be pregnant before it's over in 90 days. And she's like, are you serious? And I'll be honest with you. I was like, holy cow, I just made a big, <laughs> like a, like a right. big statement right there. <laughs> and so I told myself, I even told myself, if, if I don't, if that doesn't happen, I won't charge her a dime for her treatment. That's how confident I was that it was going to happen. 
So we get under care, we get a month into care. She's like, I'm pregnant. And, uh, and, and, uh, and she's super excited. And uh, she goes to the doctor and it was, uh, it was false. It wasn't, she wasn't pregnant. Um, I, I don't know how that happened, but um, she went and then had a blood test and then she wasn't. I said, it's okay. We're doing the right thing. It's going to happen. Another month goes by. She starts to get a little bit discouraged. Um, even prayed with her as well. Um, and then we just kept going and gave her some more stuff to do at home. And then she comes back and boom, she's pregnant. And it's already been like verified you know, uh, via ultrasound awesome. and, and blood tests and everything. And I think she's going to have her baby uh, here in a few months. Great. That's an awesome story. Thank you for sharing so we that. See, we, see a, we see a lot of really cool stuff like that here in the office. Right, right. Oh, and I, I do want to mention, uh, I did want to bounce off a couple of the things you said, but um, I might as well get to the, the last question. It was about, um, do you know anything about zytoscanning and bioresonance mats? <laughs> I will say... I have, I do not. And if I were to try to talk about it, it would, it wouldn't be correct. So, um, it's yeah. not something that I could, I could answer confidently. So I would say no. Yeah. Biofeedback a little bit, maybe a little bit. Yeah. But not enough to sit here and give an opinion or, uh, stuff about. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, um, no, I, and I wanted to mention because she, that was a, just trying to see if anyone chimed in anyone. No, um, that was a really good story. I mean, you've helped people like that. And really it's life changing for some people helping, helping someone have a kid where they otherwise couldn't is life changing. Um, do you get any pushback on your business? Because for me, I've always been very accepting of chiropractic, but that's because of how my family was people uh, I hang out with, but as I mean, far as from other medical professions or yeah, exactly. um, um, a little bit, I'll get somebody in here that usually our patients here, they're like, they're like gung ho about it. Like I, um, they're like, my, 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 uh, she's like, who, what did she say? Um, she had a cough and she was sick and, uh, she was like, yeah, I'm going to the chiropractor after this. She was like, Ooh, you, she was like, my doctor told me I should probably take a break. She was like, I'm not taking a break. There's no way I'm not, <laughs> I'm taking a break from going to see him. Um, you know, but, um, a little bit, um, nothing directly. Um, you know, I, I, I just sit in here and, and do what I do and just let, the results speak for themselves, like the patient testimonials speak for themselves. You know, I really don't care. Um, I hate medicine. I, I, I'll boldly say that. I don't care. I think it's the most messed up, just awful system. I get people in here that get stuck in it. They can't get out of it. Yeah. Uh, bounce around from doctor to doctor with no answer and just ridiculous. Like, I got a lady in here uh, who's been a wellness patient forever. She comes down with a rash. She couldn't figure out, like, she, and she's just a bounce around, bounce around, giving this drug, this drug, this drug, this drug, this drug. One drug um, made it worse. And, uh, and uh, it turns out, so I told her two things. I said, because where it was located, I said, it's either fungal or you're having a reaction to one of the medicines that you're on. And she's like, okay. And then so she got some antifungal and it got better, but it still wasn't going away. She did a little bit of research on a couple of medications that she was taking. And one of them was hives. She stopped taking it. The rash completely went away. She's like, right, right. I cannot believe my chiropractor solved my rash. I've been to three different doctors, you know, <laughs> it's just because we took the time to sit down real quick and chat about what was going on, what she was doing in her life and this and that. You don't get that in medicine. You don't get that nine times no. out of 10. Right? Don't care about, a lot of times don't care about and, this and, that. Yeah. and so I'll get people in here. What I explain them, you have to explain what, you know, they'll, Oh, I asked my doctor about a chiropractor and they, they, uh, they, they said it wasn't a good idea, you know, um, 
first of all, you got to stick in your lane, okay? Medical doctors don't do chiropractic, so they don't need to be making a recommendation on it, okay? You don't Just know like what it is I don't sometimes. Making a recommendation on medicine because I don't do it. We need to stay in right. our lane. I don't make a recommendation on um, dentists, okay? They don't have the time and the place. Medicine has a time and place. Dentistry does. Everything of course, does. Of course. We need to stay. We need to stay in our lanes. Um, uh, but I have, I actually have very good relationships with a lot of medical professionals around oh, yeah. here. Um, after they, I've, I've invited some of them to clinic, sit down and talk about what we do here. And some of them actually refer to me, um, because right. in there, in, in medical clinics, they don't do anything for low back pain except pills or surgery. So if they're right. on the page of doing something a little bit more conservative, they're usually on the page, you know, with that. I'll, it's usually, and that's, I don't want to be stereotypical, but it's kind of true. It's usually an older guy, an older gentleman that'll you know, say to steer away from it, you know, but, um, why, when I might get a better for a quarter or an eighth of the price, uh, that you're going to charge them. That's why, saying, that's why keep them out of surgery <laughs> for a while. Yes, exactly. So, um, maybe a little, a little bit from patients. Um, uh, but, but overall, overwhelmingly, no, not really in, in our day and age, people are gravitating more towards natural health and wellness and well-being. So, right. Uh, the truth will a, come out. I don't, a, I, don't, I don't get a whole lot of uh, pushback. I try to stay really well-educated and up-to-date on some of that stuff, um, you know, as, as overall health um, as well. So, um, no, not really. Okay. No, that's great. Well, and I think people like, people like you are, um, you're furthering the cause of people accepting natural medicine because um, I mean, there are a lot of people who, and they're also older, I mean, for whatever reason, <laughs> who are in natural medicine and they, they the, the stuff they do is just amazing. And I, I know a lot of people here and they, they do great work. Um, but this, the way yeah. they explain it is not scientific. Okay. And I mean, it doesn't mean it doesn't work, but they, right. like they're mentioning things that, are either false or misleading and that leads to people not believing it even if their method works so if you can sit down and you explain the scientific reasons why this works this works you this mean works, like putting somebody's hands together one being longer or shorter like stuff like that no well i'm, <laughs> I, I'm I, well the thing is no i only went to that guy once i my friends had good good results with him but like my question at the time was, well, if you can alter reality, why are you just changing the length of my arm? Why, I mean, there's so many other things you can alter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can you alter my bank account? Well, and I, he also made this, like, um, nom, 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 nom sound. And I, I mean, stuff like, I, now, I'm not saying, like, he, he hasn't had, he hasn't done good work. But I'd like, stuff like right. that is what leads some people to not believe in that. So whereas, like, someone can sit down and explain if people are going to see him and they're getting good results, who cares? Right. Right. Who cares what he's doing? Well, again, right? that's why I mentioned so, he's, a, he's a good guy. I'm not saying anything. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm joking and being, you know, joking around and stuff. But people, there, he'll have people in his office that swear by what he does. And so, yeah. who are, who, you know, who are, are we or anybody to say that that doesn't work? If that works for them, fine. You know, it may not be something I subscribe to, but if that works for them, fine. I'll get people that come in here that tell me they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff for whatever's going on with them. And, but they swear by it. If it works for you, that's fine. Right. I want you right. to do your best and function your best. And if you think, if that's what you think's helping you. All right, man. Uh, no, how are you doing on time on your end? Do you have a time crunch? I, I got nothing but time. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I have plenty of time too. The only thing is I was supposed to only have like a certain amount of 
thing, but it's a certain amount of uh, recording space, but it hasn't given me a thing. I, I, I know. Oh, that even happens on Zoom. I was waiting for that to happen, too. Oh, really? Yeah, no, um, I, I paid for, like, a, a pro plan, so. <laughs> oh, okay. You're good. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was like, well, I might as well knock out several of these in a month. You know, it's just me talking. I'll probably just do one and another and I just forget about it until it charges my card again next month. I'm like, Oh, well, I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, since we're going uh, towards the end, I I wanted to mention that I thought of this when you were talking about it, because I remember when you posted on Facebook, I think that your kid was born and you mentioned it was a home birth and I realized they had existed, but that was, I think that was the first time one of my friends had. Yeah. And I was like, I really want to do that. When I tell people we had a home birth, they like, or we had our baby at home, they're like, on purpose? Or did you just not make it to the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, it was on purpose. Like, right, we right. had a lady come knock on. The, so it was like total chill. Like there was kids coming in and out. Like it was, it was, it was crazy. But one, there was a kid playing in our backyard, I think with our son. And he goes home and tells his mom, they just had a baby at their house. So the mom comes over and knocks on the door. Like, I heard you just had a baby <laughs> everything okay like <laughs> she's like you guys need anything well i was so sweet but i mean you could tell yeah. she was concerned she was like i was it was on purpose that the baby was here and like that's how that's just how like medically brainwashed we are that having a right. baby certain way this emergency thing that it has to be scheduled on the doctor's time for an induction and it needs to be it needs to be uh, it needs to be a certain way, and you got to do a certain type of stuff. And if the woman's too small, you got to slice her belly open and rip the baby out. It's just complete. It's just complete bull. It's just your body was designed to work. Birth is a natural thing, and um, right. it, it, it's it actually this is this is gonna this is, this may make a couple of people a little bit upset, but your labor is going to actually be less intense if you let it go in and happen naturally, right? So my wife, this was her third child by, na- by, by birth, you know, out the birthing canal. And the first two, she was induced, okay, younger, didn't know what we knew. Um, and she said it was 20 times more excruciating with induction than it was um, having the baby naturally because it came on its own. You're, you're not forcing the contractions and the contractions are a lot harder um, with being induced because you're forcing the baby out. You know, the other, other way it's coming at its natural time. And so another thing that happens is, is women go, well, I'm, I'm past my due date. I, my due date, my due date, my due date. Um, they're going to have to induce because I'm past my due date. Your due date is usually wrong. It's, it's estimated. You know, right. ours, ours, what <laughs> it's not inscribed ours. on a uterus. Yes, I know. It's like, <laughs> So like ours, like what was done by, you know, what was estimated was um, like, uh, like we were like four or five, you know, weeks past. It was like, okay, the induction day came and went and we were like, the baby's going to come when it's, when it's big enough and yeah. you know, the water breaks and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, that due date was false. It was about four weeks. It was about four weeks off. So what's happening a lot of times is that due date's about a month off and women are getting induced and having their baby forced to come out. And then, and, and then, and then they wonder why their child has health problems and, and, you know, and and stuff like that. It just leads them, it just leads to a cascade of stuff. It's just, it's just, we're, we're, we're just, just fear mongered to death by the medical system. Right. Right. um, You know, that uh, birth, it just, it's just this crazy, scary thing. And it's just, it's not, it's really, it's really not me and the midwife. I got to get my hands in there and help and, you know, do stuff. And, and we, uh, another thing. It is as the baby was born and Andre's water actually didn't even 
completely break until the baby was halfway out. So that's another thing. Okay, that's, that's interesting. Oh, my water didn't break. Well, a lot of times that this stuff's coming out and that finally just bursts right towards the end. So another thing is kind of a misconception on. Um, I watched it like the baby was still kind of in the in the yeah in the um, in the sack and it just kind of and then all of it came out. And it, <laughs> don't want to be too graphic, but it was just like no, no, please. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so it was yeah, it so was. It sounds amazing. awesome. <laughs> It was so awesome, and uh, and then the, then what we did is we left the cord, and then the, my wife birthed the placenta, and uh, that came out. But we left the cord attached because a lot of times um, there's still some remaining blood and stem cells that need to come out of that placenta into the baby. And a lot of times we cut the cord way too fast because it's so rushed. It's like the doctor's like, all right, we'll get this baby on, get this cord cut, move on to the next one, right? And that's just not how it's supposed to be it's not supposed to be rushed on the doctor's time or anybody's time it's supposed to be you know uh on the baby's time on the baby's time yes and on god's time what i say right um um, we left the cord attached and what you do is you wait it's called delayed cord clamping and what you do is you wait you can feel the the cord pulsating you can feel the blood going into the baby and so you wait wait until that cord stops pulsating and then you cut it then then um what's believed is that the the remaining uh stuff from the placenta has made it into the baby okay so um yeah that's really interesting i i mean i always say to people that we we all come from a long line of people who've had kids so you think we'd be good Mm -hmm. at it but you you mentioned um the four weeks thing so would a standard time actually be 10 months instead of everyone thinks nine months from what from what i've read and understand it's it's it seems the average um, estimate seems to be about four weeks off. So it's, it's still the nine month period, but they're estimating that due date four weeks earlier. So your inception okay. was actually earlier or your baby's uh, not as far along as what they think or so on and so forth. So that is an estimation. People, people hold that due date to like no end. That is an estimation. Right. It's not from God. It's <laughs> someone's no. someone's estimation. It is an estimation. <laughs> okay, so there we go. I, I'll so, quote you on so that. So we we did. Here's what we did. We did have an ultrasound. Uh, the ultrasound due date. So my wife did it based on her last menstrual cycle, and then we got one from the ultrasound. The ultrasound okay. was four weeks off. The one based on my wife's menstrual cycle was one day off. So far more accurate. Far more accurate. Far more accurate. Great. Because um, they get the ultrasound, they measure the baby. Oh, the measure this this many centimeters, and the the baby is this far right, along. Right. And, oh, you're this right. Your estimated due date based on the baby's size. I I don't want to go down that road, but just right, I, right. I, I, that's, I'm, I mean, yeah, I, I can see potential problems. Maybe my that. baby's growing a little bit faster. Maybe it's growing a little bit slower. Is that is that an op- Is that a possibility? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe your baby is just a small dude or a small girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, now, okay, so I'm really interested in that, and I'm sure some people are too. And I mean, it's not something people usually bring up. If you want to have a baby at home, what's a starter pack? Get a midwife. <laughs> yes, you can get a. I, I would say get a midwife, a seasoned midwife. Ours did like I want to say like hundreds and hundreds of births. Super knowledgeable. Um, get a, get a get a midwife, um, a really good midwife that has you have a plan. Like we had a plan in case there was an emergency. If there was an emergency. We needed to go. We would go. Of course, I'm not going to say my, I'm going to let my wife die in our living room. 
Right, um, right. We, the, we have a well overall plan. She, she examined us and checked up on us and did wellness checks, and it was just a beautiful experience. Um, and uh, um, what happens is, is the baby will be born. If you have a good midwife, she'll handle the paperwork for getting your social security cards and birth certificate, so on and so wow. forth. So she had it all ready for us. We filled it out. She handled it for us. Uh, cost wise, it's going to cost between probably two and four thousand. Uh, I believe ours was right around twenty five hundred, maybe three at the most, which is a fraction of the hospital. Um, we we're in the comfort of our home. Uh, my wife got right in bed. Our baby was in our tub, you know, um, right afterwards. It was just, you know, I can't say enough good things about it. What I will say is uh, I did get a little stressed out because and we joked about it afterwards but during during the time i was a little stressed maybe even a little bit heated but the midwife had two um assistants with her that were training to be midwives and they they my wife is going into intense labor i mean she is screaming you know like "Ah," you know like she was having contractions it was getting to the point and i'm like you know i feel terrible and i'm like should we do anything or because i look over on the couch the two of them are on their phones, and the one, the main, the main one, was, she's just knitting. She's she's freaking well, knitting. I, I, so don't I'm you like, hate that? And my wife is in, my wife is in the tub, like ah, oh, you know, like you know, getting into it. And I'm like, uh, should we do anything? And she just looks at me. I'll never forget. What she said, she said, no. She'll your wife will tell us when she's ready to push, and then goes back to knitting. Just like just total faith and total, you know, total right, knowing right. that it's all natural and this or that. And I'm like, okay. And sure enough, she did. My wife's like, I, it's, I feel like it's time to push. And she's like, okay. She looks, she's yet, yep, we can see the head. My wife had to push for three minutes. It probably seemed like an eternity to her, but. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So no, I mean, that's something that would bother me too, especially when I've been in the hospital and I've visited loved ones, I know they see it all the time. And also when I was on my EMT clinicals, people would just be screaming either in pain or whatever, and they'd be on their phone. Okay. And I mean, I, we went to pick up this lady in the, in the ambulance when I was on my EMT clinical, and there was this lady who was, she was just crying, like, oh, I, I'm already hurting. Why are you hurting me more? You know, and, and the guy was like showing off his biceps to the nurses, literally. He was, they're like, oh, you're pretty jacked. He's like, yeah, I've been hitting the gym. And, I, just, uh, and I, like, I, I was trying to comfort her. I'm sure they see it all the time, but that's definitely something that's infuriating. Well, yeah, and, and but there was nothing that we could do for it. We weren't giving yeah, her drugs. I, I, like I get it. I get it. They but, weren't in that situation. They weren't doing anything wrong at all. No, I, I mean, I, I understand that. But it's, I mean, but. I yeah. understand why you get heat, heated because you're, yeah, I was like, no, I was like, like, what, what, like, what are y'all? Can y'all at least go pat her back? <laughs> you know, like, well, if you're on the clock, why are you on your phone? That's that, that's one yeah, thing. Yeah, but. they was totally fine though. They they said we're just sitting here waiting, and you know they were there for like nine hours. So I get, I get, it. It. yeah, I get, I get they're it. They're like they're it. they're yeah. they're just sitting there waiting until you know my wife says, "Hey, I'm ready to push." And soon as she, and, and in their defense, as soon as she was ready, they were like on it. They were they were on okay, it. Okay, yeah. So right on. Good for them. I, I was just partially kidding. Um, so other than a midwife, and you want to work with a midwife pretty much as soon as you know you're pregnant. I'm guessing, right? Just so you get to know um, them. Yeah, we we found one probably a we were probably quite a ways down. We were probably at least we were close to the end of the first trimester. I think by the time we met with her. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so she'll work with you throughout your entire pregnancy. Okay, okay, the, the, okay. And well, no, I mean, very well. It's not. A, it's not. I think sometimes people think it's just like a lady that comes to your house. Like they are very well educated. They know about the birthing process. They know about the body. They know their anatomy. They know their uh, medical 
stuff if they if they need to if it's an emergency situation like they they check to see how how dilated she was and checked every you know everything so they were they they were great okay okay so, good and do you need any, anyone else or the midwife handles the majority if not all of it nope she handled everything we didn't okay. we didn't see a, we didn't great. see a, we didn't see, a, we, didn't see a, we didn't see a medical doctor <laughs> great well okay um no i mean i before we close out and thank you for doing this, by the way. It's been over an yeah, hour. Yeah, no problem. No problem. We kind of we kind of went down some rabbit holes a little bit, but that's okay. Well, I, I mean, that's how it always happens. That's why I said I, I'm very casual, very broad, um, and we're, we're about to go down oh, one final one. But no, that was very informative on it, everything. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. Now I kind of feel like I need to visit a chiropractor, I, and I did it before, so that's how marketing. You do. You have. I do. Yeah, I do. I when you get have some time to come up here and visit, we'll take good you know, care. I, 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 I would love that. I would love that. When you when you can break away, man, get up here. Yeah, that'll probably be. Um, I mean, unless we like really, really need something, it'll probably be um, after my mom heals or whatever happens. So um, yeah. I, I hope and pray that that's when she heals. You know, and she's like, get out of the house. And I'm like, oh, she's like, I hate you. I'm like, oh, okay, and that's, that's like that's what I want to hear, because that's how she is. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, um, there was a guy who was crying. Because his mom called him stupid. I was like, that's stupid is my name to my mom. <laughs> that's just how she is. So, yeah. Um, no, but so you said we we're about to go down one more thing. What do you want to, what do you want to chat about? Well, I wanted to bring that up. It was, um, you mentioned God, you mentioned spirituality. How does that relate mm -hmm. to your practice? And how do you think it relates to chiropractic, medical care, so on and so forth? I know it's well, a big rabbit hole. <laughs> Yes, I'll, I'll try to keep it brief. Okay, um, it's very, it's very. Uh, so it comes into my philosophy because I believe you can subscribe to this whether you believe in evolution or anything. That's kind of the cool thing. But mm -hmm. I believe God designed your body perfectly. You can believe it evolved perfectly, whatever you know, perfectly, and if and and that your body was designed to heal, and it can and it can heal. It just needs the right things. Um, and I, I, I attribute that to the way we're designed by God. People attribute it to other things, but I think we can have that common ground that your body was designed to function perfectly and that we mess it up. Um, and, uh, with all the crap that we do to it. Um, as far as personally, um, I know, so me, so I was actually just talking about this this morning with somebody is I think about my life and the way it played out and just me sitting at this desk right here in my clinic. Um, one or two little things different, I wouldn't be sitting right here. And I mean, just little things. you know, so I don't, I think that comes from a higher power. I don't think that, um, that, that, uh, and that was meant to be, and that, that didn't happen by chance. Um, it didn't just randomly happen to me. It just, uh, it was, it was God's will for my life. Um, you know, um, when I realized with chiropractic, I was going through chiropractic school, and, um, and a lot of people that I went to school with, here's, here's honestly why I went to chiropractic school. This is, I'm just honest, vulnerable guy. I went to chiropractic school because, uh, dental school wasn't going to work out. Uh, I, I was going to have to move twice and uh, I could have got it. I could have, I could have did it, but I was going to have to move twice. Uh, I didn't want to be away from my daughter. Uh, me and my ex in mountain home had split. I didn't want to move twice away from my doctor. So I started looking at other doctor programs. I'd already, I had been into natural health and wellness and this and that. I looked at chiropractic and uh, I was like, uh, 
can I help people and do really well doing this? And I was like, yep, all right, that's what I'm doing. So I kind of made the <laughs> Little did I know it was God's will playing out in my life. Um, but um, I was going through chiropractic school, didn't know why I was there, didn't really have a mission, didn't have a purpose. I'm like, I'm just going to get out of here, start a clinic, and just help people and make a lot of money. Um, and, uh, it, but I, I was going to school with all these people that like, oh yeah, I've been seeing a chiropractor for my whole life. And I had, I had a, a, I was missing an arm and he adjusted me and it came back. And then I knew I wanted wanted to be a chiropractor and help all these other people without arms. Like, I feel like everybody like had this story that I didn't have. And I feel like I just like didn't belong there. And so then, but I, I, I kept going to seminars and, and learning and this and that, and I'm sitting at the seminar. And I have to pause right there sitting at the seminar. So I won't go into my whole life story, but I have a very, uh, very uh, kind of rough upbringing and, and a lot of uh, tough things in my past. Um, okay. Some um, uh, bouncing house to house, living with people, some homelessness, uh, sleeping in woods, um, you know, not having food. Um, some, um, you know, uh, it, it's okay. Um, sit, you know, uh, a foster home at one point for a short time, being listed as homeless by my high school, uh, you know, really, really rough upbringing. And I always had this issue with it and this chip on my shoulder and this internal anger, okay, from all that stuff. I'm not going to get into it specifically um, because it doesn't matter. But I am sitting in this seminar and this guy is like kind of pouring out his heart about your purpose and your mission and your why. And all of a sudden, my life just like flashed from my eyes. Like I thought I was about to die. Like my whole life just kind of choo choo choo. All the bad, but it was all the bad stuff. It was like you know, I, I had like the, the me sleeping in the woods and me sleeping in cars and bounce around house to house. And it was just like it was just all flashing in my head. And then it was like I had this this clarity. And it was from all that stuff that you went through. It molded you for the future purpose that God had for you. And I was just like, oh, that's it. Like, and I just started like, I'm sitting in the cell, I'm there with like my buddies. And like, I just start like, like just crying, like, and, you know, and just like bawling. And I'm just sitting there, just, you know, tears just rolling down my face. There's like hundreds of people around me. I'm like trying to make sure nobody sees me, you know, cause I'm big Mr. Tough guy. But I had realized that, that all that negative, just crap and junk was essential for the cascade of what was about to happen in my life in just a few years and that I had to go through that stuff. Um, I'm not saying the scars are gone, you know, the scars are still there, but I had to go through that stuff to get to where I am now. And it was part of the plan playing out um, into my life. So I encourage anybody that's going through stuff. um, It's hard to see it as you're going through it, but as cliche as it, it sounds is you're going through something for a reason um, and if, if, uh, it, it, and there, there's going to be another door and opportunity open, you know, because of it, but you have to, you have to, you know, open your mind, you know, to that. Right. Right. Well, as long as you're still alive, um, uh, life goes on. You have to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the way, um, no, and, that's and how it played that... into my business and, and chiropractic and stuff was realizing that, that that's, that's why I went through this stuff because I love <laughs> to help people. I love working with my hands. Um, I, I love, I, I, you know, business entrepreneurship and just changing people's life and health. And that kind of all encrypted was chiropractic and all that crap that I had to go through got me ready for that. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean that, that even, um, that even adds to the stuff I was saying in the beginning. I didn't know some of that about you, but that's absolutely, um, contributes to the fact that you are a success story. 
as I think. Well, because some people go through that. Well, I mean, um, I feel like you can you can help more, and it you can appreciate it more because you went through that. Whereas if you were just a trust yeah. fund baby and you didn't go through it and you became that, um, you would have a different. Even if you were still a very good person, uh, you have a different outlook on life, and the people that you talk to. Um, might resonate less with you because they feel like you didn't go yeah. through the same trauma you did. Right. 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 So no, that, that, that's good. And I mean, I consider myself a Christian too, a non-denominational, but I, I mean, um, it, you know, there's some people who are, who are going to listen to this who aren't Christian. Um, I don't think we have any Satanists listening yet. Um, if they have, they haven't, I mean, they haven't revealed themselves to me, but there are some atheists. <laughs> and so, well, <laughs> that, um, what I try to do is I try to, instead of, it's kind of like how we were talking on the call before this about some political stuff, but this, I try not to segregate myself too much. You know, I try to find the common ground with people. So if you're listening to this and you're like, well, these two guys are crazy, you know, I mean, God's yeah, not I'm real. I'm going to send a quick text. I'm still listening, but I'm going to send a quick text. No, no, go on, go for it. Um, and some people might think, well, this is crazy. I don't believe in God. I believe in evolution. This is science. You know, I believe in the sun and yeah. then there's the moon and then there's the earth. Uh, that's, you know, I, I try to those people. I, I say, well, you know, I can, I can see what you mean. And if you have trouble believing in a pre predetermined plan, if you have trouble believing in like God's design, I would, I would say, well, it's possible to coexist. What do you think with a plan? Like, I mean, God, may, like for them, God may have worked through evolution. That that may have that, that may be how He created a perfect design. Right. Because I, I I mentioned like if an old lady needs someone to mow her yard, because the, the city is charging her like thirty dollars every week because she she can't mow her own yard, and she's praying to God. God's not going to float over a lawnmower and then just cut the grass and this is magic. No, right. he's, he's gonna he's gonna you can usually observe God's processes. You know, he'll send mm -hmm. some someone over and they can help. So. With these other observable processes that they they reference to refute God, um, it can also be part of their processes. So if someone's listening and they're having trouble digesting some of that, that's what I would usually tell them because I try to find yeah, common that's, ground. That's the biggest thing that I get uh, question-wise as well. If there's a God, why does he let this happen? Why does he let that happen? Why does he let this happen? Two things is there has to be bad for there to be good. But second, some of that stuff is not from God sickness, right. disease, bad things, and this and that. Does he know what's going to happen and, and, and uh, you know, that it's going to happen? Yes, but that's not of him, that's of the world. Right. And, I mean, we kind of look at things a little bit too black and white. I mean, when we say that there's bad and there's good, well, first of all, I mean, what reference point do we have? I mean, God might be making everything infinitely better. I mean, our lives might be suffering or not. I mean, we, we have no reference frame of reference. And second of all, I don't believe humans, the way we're designed, can subsist in a way that someone might consider perfect, perfection. I think right. we need to go from A to B. You know, so for some people, it's like this. For some people, it's, right. it, it's a mile. But like, we need to go right. from, we need to feel like we need to move. That, that is perfection for us. And in order to move, there has to be a reason. And for there to be reason, there has to be some kind of problem, adversity. Some people, people go through some very tough things, and I'm very sorry yeah. for that. But I feel like imperfection is, is perfection in a way. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, th that's it. Is there anything else you want to mention? I 
don't. I don't. I think we've covered covered it and some. Yeah. Well, uh, it's Dr. Ryan Warren, uh, Warren Family Chiropractic. He's in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, where exactly are you located? If someone wants to find you, Rogers. We're in we're in Rogers, and we are uh, right by the Walmart Amphitheater. It's where everybody goes for the concert. You can basically see it out my back window here. Okay. Uh, if they wanted to plug it in their GPS, what's the uh, the address? And I'll, I'll, I'll post it too. Yeah, 4805 West Highland Knowles Road, Suite 200 in Rogers, Arkansas. We, our phone number is, the clinic is 479-372-7708. You can follow us on Instagram or on Facebook at Warren Family Chiropractic, or I also have a public figure page. It's just Dr. Ryan Warren. Okay, um, and you also have a website, right? Yeah, www.warrensc.com. Okay. Well, th that's good. Um, check him out. If you're in Northwest Arkansas, Ryan's a good dude. <laughs> um, I I'm going to stop the recording and then I'm, I'm going to mention some things to you and then we'll, we'll hang Okay. Up. Sounds great. Let's stop. Let's see. You want to stop cloud recording?